Dante, the host of Wine Date Podcast, welcome you guys to our season four, episode eleven. Now we've talked about our interracial dating on the last episode. Now this time around, we have a couple. We have uh, Hui, which was known as Heartbreak Agent on the first season. No longer now, no longer breaking any more hearts anymore. He's found the love of his life, Kim. And uh, we also have Anne Shirley on this episode. So we're going to hear from our first ever couples on a Y-Day podcast. So this is a huge deal. So let's get into it right now. It said, um, to respond a bit, because I was like, oh, this reminds me of that topic. So I was reading some tweets from it. One says, Donald Glover told y'all he only dates Filipino women, (laughs) and you ninjas watch Atlanta and loud him as some millennial meta-Negro visionary, but y'all canceling Issa Rae. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Thank you for bringing up that tweet. (laughs) I appreciate you. Yes. Yes, exactly. It's it's just it's just not the same. Um, also, I think Donald Glover has. I think his wife currently, and they have beautiful children, but his wife is white. Yeah. yeah. So so he told me about that. We were he, he was playing because he likes he likes Childish Gambino. He's playing a song. Yeah. He talks about dating Asian women. I was like, oh yeah, Donald Glover loves Asian women. He's like, yeah, but you know his wife's white. I was like, what? Ah, the, the white woman they always win <laughs> yeah get out they always been a black man's kryptonite for years <laughs> so it's been a black man's there's the level of he's dating outside of his race then he's also now fetishizing and exotifying asian women because he's married to a white woman yeah that's <laughs> usually sorry <laughs> <laughs> and Donald Glover is gonna like live his life. He's gonna continue making music. Like no one's going to like demean him as an artist because of his like, you know, wife's like ethnicity, whatever. However, if we just flip it and like Issa Rae was to like start dating like a white dude, for example, people would be going in on her. Like, um, it would it wouldn't be just about her the content she creates. It's about like, oh, she sold out and mm-hmm. like you would hear it in every conversation. It's yeah. something I've experienced um myself as well when I've dated out with was like this kind of like betrayal of the of the race that like What's going on, everybody? This is Dante on another episode of Why Date. Happy Why Date Wednesday. And we are here live with Ann Shirley. Hey. And I you know, brought back an old friend of mine who's been on the first season with me. Uh, Hui? We, we don't yeah. do nicknames anymore. We, say, we just say your name now. <laughs> we learned that nicknames aren't going to... Aren't, everyone knows who we are. <laughs> so... 
I'm gonna start it off and uh, just welcome Hui, and he goes. He went by as in the first season Harbergation, but you know, he's on here. So Hui is here and his what? What are you laughing? <laughs> Don't laugh. <laughs> but um, so <laughs> there we are, and we have his lovely girlfriend with him, Kim. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Because <laughs> I'm only looking at Andrew Lee. <laughs> but uh <laughs> so we got a couple of live streams here i'm on live stream right now on a couple of our things right now youtube instagram facebook all that stuff so if you guys are following on there this is social distancing to its finest we have uh we are you guys are in different cities but we managed to still do a zoom call i appreciate you guys being on so this topic is more of uh interracial dating so it's like a whole topic of that. So I know it got pretty heavy, pretty heated in the last episode. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure if Angela wants to add to it or not, but um, it, it got pretty intense. <laughs> so, uh, I think at the end of it, we everyone could barely say that there's just a lot to think about when we are dating and we should just be more conscious about like our choices to make sure we're not like dating based off of fetishes and stuff. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people do that, man. It's the, actually, I was just talking to someone in my car. They were like, yeah, man, like I have an Asian fetish. I'm like, what? Oh, what? Shit. I was like, Oh, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh Oh, <laughs> but no, uh, it was just, um, it was interesting. It's interesting. So, um, okay. So we actually have a couple who are also interracial dating. Yeah. Explain to you what your ethnicity is. We, uh, uh <laughs> first or second gen Vietnamese American. Yeah. And then Kim? Uh, I identify as a third generation Filipino American. And I also feel like there's levels to it. Because I feel like in a way, yes, technically we are interracial dating. But in a way, it also, at least for me, we'll get into it. But he's the first Asian guy that I've dated. So for me, at the same time, there's a level of interracial. But then in a way, there's also not as Asian American. Um, okay. Cool. Okay. So yeah, we'll get into we'll dive into the different levels of Asian. I mean, yeah, I I, I see what you mean. <laughs> I I I get that, but it's your first Asian boyfriend. Yes. Okay. So yeah. All right. So so it's it's still kind of new, you know. You you know, and it's not a yeah, especially Hui too. I knew this guy for a year or so. Yeah, we. <laughs> he's a little different. He's tatted up, right? <laughs> he's a uh, he's a tough guy. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a question. Yes. Um, like I want to get into how it, how is it dating someone, or is there a difference if you're dating someone at different um, generation levels? Because I know, for example, I'm a first generation American. And there's a lot of like exploration and trying to find your identity, like who you are as an American and who you are like within your culture. That I think as the generations go on, it's not that, it's not that, um, like you're not so restricted by culture. I don't know if you guys can like speak on that experience. I'll just like, oh, for a second, for a second here. Yeah, I'll go first. Um, so let me see. How do I say this without offending anyone? 
Okay, so so to give context about like you know my history and also a little bit about history with um, Dante's podcast. You know, I was one of those people who you know supported the podcast in the beginning, and our original um, thought process, you know, when we we're like talking and discussing about dating was like why this, why that, and you know, man, the the, the, the challenges of understanding women, right? Um, and I told him a long time ago in the podcast that my, my biggest challenge as a, you know, as a first gen Vietnamese American was uh, because my parents came from Vietnam, they were just getting accustomed to American culture uh, mm. here, right? Right. So then when they, when they were, um, while they're getting accustomed to that, um, my older sister slash, you know, cousin, she, she pretty much grew up with me. Um, she escaped the war uh, at the time with them. She was already finding her identity, you know, when she was, as she was growing up here, um, being in the East Coast and also being in the West Coast. I was born in the West Coast. Um, so when I, I was growing up, you know, so imagine like someone who's just growing up and not really understanding, you know, Vietnamese or English or, the, you know, getting confused with the both languages. Um, you didn't know what was right, what was wrong, what was in, you know, uh, what is pop culture. So a lot of uh, my identity, like it was a lot of self-exploration. Um, according to who I was surrounding myself with, friends. Um, and at that, at that time, I had another nickname and it was Heavy Metal Hui. And I was around a lot of like white kids, um, a lot of like, you know, uh, Latino kids who thought they were like, you know, heavy metal heads, you know what I mean? So I was like, oh yeah, I, I like this. I like, you know, playing music and metal and rock and whatever. So I was trying my best to fit in with that genre. Uh, you know what I mean? And there, and at the time, this was like maybe like mid 2000s. So um, it was probably on the brink of people just starting to be aware of, you know, their identity crisis, right? Um, there's more people now so openly willing to admit their, um, their gender, you know, they're, they're, you know, they're a trans person. Um, they're like, no, I identify as this. And that's, that was great. I think at that time when I was um, in the mid 2000s, it was it was kind of like on the brink so people were like questioning it oh am i this am i really that right mm -hmm. um, i think that's how i kind of felt too I, I felt like you know when i told people that i'm vietnamese it's, it's just it was just a thing to do it was just a oh yeah i'm vietnamese i, I was just born this way i'm vietnamese um oh well how is your family i, I don't know you know I mean um so um so how does that impact things i think it impacts Zane because uh, of, of like a lot of social cues um, with like different women when I was talking to or dating, I wouldn't be able to pick them up, right? So um, and then that doesn't mean that I like strayed away from meeting other people or, you know, or going through these dates. It was just um, a little more difficult, right? Um, I, I didn't understand like why it was so important to, uh, I don't know, like like court, court, uh, courtship, right? Like I didn't understand that like, the steps were super important. Like I didn't understand that like, um, oh, I didn't know why Justin Timberlake was a big deal. You know what I mean? Like, like certain things like that, right? And that, you know, I'm, I'm being dead serious. Um, in high school to college, people were like, oh my God, the lyrics, you know? Um, uh, <laughs> and they would sing the song and I'm like, I don't, I don't care, what, what is this, right? But it was very important to them at the time. Um, so so there, was a, there was a certain gap between what was in, what was, you know, popular in, their, in, you know, in pop culture. And I was, I felt like I was always steps behind. So, you know, as, as that person being raised from these uh, uh, immigrant parents, um, I never found the importance 
uh, or I never, I never, they never showed the importance of being caught up with pop culture. So I had to figure it out myself. And so there's already that time lag between doing that versus everyone's already, you know, ahead of that, right? Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm a DJ, but there's songs I, I still don't know. And she's like, you know that song? You know that song? Right? I'm like, no, I know. What song? What song? <laughs> I don't know, whatever, but, but, but I mean, but that I, makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. You're trying to figure out who you are, how to approach women. And then you're also like trying to figure out what you like for yourself. That isn't compounded by like, um, oh, your culture's this, you have to like do X, Y, and Z. No, like you had to figure out what was good for you. Yeah. Um, and that's, I think everyone has that kind of exploration but I think um, it's even more, in it's a more of an intense experience because like you said, you were growing up around like white kids who already had the context, right? So they already knew like what, what to do and what not to do. Yeah. And that was probably like, I don't know, like uh, it's a learning curve, right? And trying to like form yourself as like a young man and then have all these extra burdens. So thank you for that yeah. answer. It was like really well thought out. For me, the the thing I see in our, our generational differences is the way I, I identify as he is, to me, he's uh, my parents' generation. Mm. But a lot of the um, patterns that I see in terms of communication with like parents for like how he communicates with his parents or lack of to me um, is a like almost a first to second generation, like for especially in uh, Vietnamese and Asian culture, there's a lot more of the, like, they show love in what they do for him, like acts of service. Right, 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 right. Versus, and then I see that in how he is a partner to me. He's a lot more of a doer. He, like, will build everything for me, cook, he'll do a lot of those things. For me, as a generation, I was able to develop a lot of emotional intelligence and, like, verbal um, saying I like I love you to my parents as they were more like inclined to do that with their kids to talk more about their feelings and process that more as a, as a couple with us and show that to me and my brothers so it's more like say I love you and I miss you and I'll be like it's weird if I don't talk to them and check in with them often so they, I'm more of the verbal one and the one like well, talk about it with me or what are you thinking um, with him so there's those kind of differences too yeah, my dad, my parents and I, we don't, like, we'll just say, hey, hey, all right, cool, bye. You know, like, it's no, no, um, I mean, we'll say we love you, or I love you, or miss you, but it's not, it's not as consistent, like, what she does with her parents. Um, right. My dad will randomly call me, hey, are you doing good? I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, and then I'll be like, that's it? I'm like, you need <laughs> for like an hour. And then, yeah. um, no. Okay. All right. Bye. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> but, 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 the, but the love is there, right? The, the energy is there and she can, she can feel it. But, um, but the, the context of it or the, the, what's the word? The method of it is not the same. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. Wow. That's interesting how like your love languages are like kind of different based mm -hmm. off of how you received love from your culture. Mm -hmm. Um, wow. That, thank you for sharing that. Um, do you, you want to jump in, Dante? Or? Oh, I'm, I'm just, I'm learning. I'm just, I'm just saying. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I know you had a lot of questions. I know yeah, I a has like a few questions she put on our groups. So um, I'm just going to let her go in. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> leadership, leadership. 
<laughs> so um, I think you guys totally answered the first question that I had, which was how do cultural differences influence your guys' relationship? Especially, um, you guys mentioned how you guys have different ways of understanding each other's love languages. Like if yours is more words of affirmation um, and yours is more active service, it comes from our parents who kind of showed us how, how we do love, right? Mm -hmm. um, I have another question. Before you guys entered this, this relationship, were you guys ever like seeking out a specific ethnicity or did you just happen to kind of fall in love with who you fell in love with? Um, and how did you guys, in your current relationship, how do you guys navigate people's opinions? Because um, I know in Ghanaian culture, if you marry or date outside of your race, there's a lot of like opinion. And oftentimes like parents are often trying to get you to like date like within the culture. So like, how do you guys navigate outsiders' opinions? Um, do your parents like super approve of this union because you're <laughs> dating within the culture? Um, yeah, what, what do you guys what do you guys think? I think I, I appreciate too that we started off with the foundation of generational differences too because I think yeah. parents being second generation, they were a little more open, uh, open and flexible and like understanding. My, my dad even, I always remember when I was in high school, he would say, he made this joke to me and my brothers, so I'm the youngest of three with my brothers. He would make a joke of, I don't think any of my kids are going to marry Filipino. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think he already had seen when we grew up. We grew up in a more mixed neighborhood. It was probably a little, it's not, it was, there was a good majority of white, but I, I grew up um, around to around a lot of Latino and a lot of black African-American. I actually didn't grow up with any Filipino friends. Oh, wild. Um, I grew up with a few close Asian American friends of other kinds, but I was pre pretty much predominantly around Latinos and blacks. And that's kind of like what got me into, I think that's what you know, kind of was a reaction of the majority of guys I dated before. Stopped in. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah. Going on in the house, represent. Going on. We have the belly. Sorry. I was never, so I don't think, and I have, I was talking on the uh, chat uh, for y'all's last one um, yeah. about how I, I don't think I, it was ever purposeful that I didn't date Asian American because it was just kind of like, like I kind of, it just was who I was surrounded by. Right, exactly. Um, then as I got older, I happened to be that I started dating majority of African-American black men in like my 20s. Oh, cool. Which I don't think I necessarily went and sought after that. Um, and I think, and I was saying how like, and I think I even posted that I felt like a lot of times society would impose like, oh, Kim has jungle fever. Kim only dates black men. But I didn't, I didn't necessarily think that. I do think that in the trend of my life, I was really w aligned with my career. I was really into uh, hip hop education. I think that just the values of it and coming from black culture, I seem to align a lot with that. But I was always open, but I was always open. But I did have to have a conversation with myself in like mid to late twenties about why is it? Why is it though that I'm still having a trend of dating Latinos and blacks and I have dated a couple of whites, but that was in my younger years. 
why is that I'm not um, honing in on Asian American men? And I think that you just have that conversation with myself of being aware mm-hmm. that maybe there was like an internal subconscious mm-hmm. prejudice that I had mm-hmm. was important because then it allowed me to get to the place where I was opening up my eyes more than I was. Mm-hmm. Right, right, exactly. So that's what I really liked is that you were able to recognize that you were just kind of surrounded in this space and you were, you grew up, um, you grew up just attracted to what was surrounded, like what was in your environment. But then as you kind of like grew up, you were able to like question yourself and like really examine why you were making these choices. Um, and having, I think also like a family that was kind of open to you exploring that is super important. Yeah. (laughs) Now they, they were shocked. It was like like the opposite. When I told them that we were starting today and I was like, yes. And and I was always waiting for every time I told friends, family, it was always like the the mic drop. Like what? (laughs) (laughs) Opposite. Instead of saying like, oh, culture it was like oh guess what he's actually asian-american people are like oh <laughs> <laughs> okay and so do your parents so your parents are kind of like shook that you decided to date an asian-american okay cool um how about you clay me yeah <laughs> that one, it's um, it's so funny because uh, dante has like been there majority of my dating <laughs> Right, so he see me with um, a variety of different, you know, people. Um, but I was I was actually pretty lucky because I think my my older sister she kind of paved the way. So she um, she's dated like Vietnamese, Chinese, Filipino, Latino, uh, but she's now currently married to a um, an, an Italian uh, Caucasian guy. Um, he's, uh, grew up in the West coast. He grew up in Union city and, you know, he's probably, if I, the way, the way I describe him will probably make you think like, okay, this guy's very, very white, right? Oh, he's dude, a I hear you. Truck driver. He builds muscle cars. <laughs> he what? He street race. Um, he owns his own trucking company. Yeah. So if, if I just said that, you'd be like, wait, okay, this guy's like super white, but, um, but he's super, you know, he's, he's, he's interesting. Cause I've seen him. I, I grew up with him. He's actually the reason why I got into, you know, metal music, right? Um, his best friend is, you know, African-American. He's grew up with a lot of African-American. Do you think it would have been different if he's African-American or Latino? I don't think so because... Um, with your parents? No, I don't think so because because um, my, my parents, uh, my especially my mom, they got sponsored by a family in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. So so they're, they're, they're not just, you know, escaping the war to America. They're going to, like... Pennsylvania, that's where they like make yeah. people. You know what I mean? So, I mean, like, <laughs> white people. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, um, so, so they're already engulfed in that culture. And, and this family, they, pro- they probably set it off on a really good tone like, oh, you know, not all white people are like that, right? Especially at that time, you know, you're seeing all these like, you know, white US soldiers coming to Vietnam and just destroying the land, right? So, and then she's young, so she's like 18 and she's seeing all this stuff, you know, in wartime, you know, up and over landmines, like, oh, I gotta go, right? Um, You know, and then she escaped here. Um, But then anyways, so my parents were um, pretty understanding for the most part, 
But I think in my case, it's different, right? Because I, I get a lot of, I don't want to say I get it. It, there's another like dating group, right, um, that I'm in. And a lot of people ask these questions like, how do I do this? How do I talk this girl, da, 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 right? And then in my mind, I'm like, you guys are, what the hell is wrong with you guys, right? But I, but I also forget that these men who are asking this is very typical um, demasculated Asian males who are short, probably not, you know, not tall, right. um, you know, wear glasses, whatever, right? Skinny glasses. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I'm just kind of saying like the stereotype of like, Asian males, right? Uh, and I always question, like, what's wrong with you guys? But then I, I but I look at myself, I'm like, oh, okay, well, one, like, I'm, I'm blessed because I, I don't look that Asian. Like, I thought he was mixed when I first met him. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. tall. Yeah. And so. Hair. Yeah. Yeah. The hair. <laughs> the Bruno Mars look kind of. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm pretty fortunate because I'm not a typical Asian. I don't look Asian. My hair is curly. Um, and I'm also six feet tall. So there's yeah. that factor too that's like added to me as a as a male who's Asian. And I don't give off that um that stereotype like, oh, that's a that's that Asian kid or oh he's very Asian. So yeah. I'm pretty my, my circumstances are, are pretty rare. Um was there a certain type you No, I don't know. I mean like I dated, let me see. I mean, I, I did date like Vietnamese Chinese girls in the beginning, um, but then like maybe two. But then after that, it was, it, it's just a blur. Like, I'm, I'm serious. I'm not even exaggerating. It's, it's just, I'm not even trying to fly either because it's, it's not very flattering. <laughs> I don't know. I, I know nothing. Okay, so, so, so I'll, I'll say this, right? I'll say this, like pretty much like everything, but like Middle Eastern and Indian Indian girls, right? I, I just don't know, and I, I, just, I just never had the opportunity to do that, right? And I probably would never will, so. That's also different though than like, what are the backgrounds of ethnic racial that you brought home versus dating to? No, I, I, I mean, well. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, so I, I did bring, I, I mean, hold on, it's not offensive. So, okay, so I, I, did, I did bring home many um, different, varieties of you know ethnicities um and, and then again luckily my parents weren't like like oh i see i see you you're dating a white girl now you know i mean like they're, they're not i wonder too i have i have i wonder if he's so he's the only boy <gasps> so i wonder if there's a gender dynamic too just throwing it out there i do think there might be a gender dynamic um right like we're at <sighs> to kind of show your masculine prowl, right? Like, it's kind of encouraged, don't you think? To yeah, be masculine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. To date all types of women, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> true, <laughs> like, what else do you want me to say? <laughs> um, true. Like, from, from different sub uh, cultures within Asian Americans, but I, at least I know in general, it could be like for the men in Asian American families, they the boys can they get away with more. Definitely, same in our culture. Um, it it, it kind of just proves your masculineness. And I think I don't know. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but if there is this stereotype of what like Asian men are supposed to be in society, you going out there and experiencing all types of women really contradicts that stereotype, right? Yeah. So it's like really encouraged where for for an Asian person like you. Because you're budding the stereotype. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so, um, what was the original question? Oh, <laughs> I guess uh, the original question was, um, how do you guys like navigate people's opinions? Um, oh. without <laughs> okay, okay. So, so for one, for sure, one hundred percent for sure. Like, I don't, I don't give a fuck. Like, most of the time, I, I don't care because for one, like, if attraction's there, is attraction's there, right? Mm -hmm. um, my, one, my, actually, this is. I know, I know. Like, um, right. Like, I, I've heard everything right oh i didn't see you with like a girl like that we da, da, da. i even got messages like oh my god you could do prettier da, 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 from other girls who are hating whatever right but but even even from that point up until my past like i've always had this i don't care i don't care like you your your opinion does not matter i've been trained and educated that like if if their their opinion if their opinion if they're trying to like push their opinion on you like the first two questions you have to ask yourselves right it, one of them is, um, does their opinion like help you? Um, and follow-up question is, does, does their opinion help pay your bills, right? And oh. if the question is no, then, then, then fuck, fuck them, seriously. Um, and, and it's not, a, it's not an, like an arrogant approach. It's more of like, it's more of like, if they really, if, if people or these people who are around you really care, mm -hmm. um, you know, their opinion is their opinion and they would understand that, right? And they would just be happy for you. If I knew that, I don't know, let's say like if I knew one of my friends was um, in a toxic relationship and I knew like, oh my God, like you're just, you're, you're getting older by the day and it shows in your hair. Um, and, 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 I, and, I, and even if I say my piece, right? Even if I say my piece, right? Like it's, it's fine. It's, I understand it's my opinion. All I, all I can do is be a friend and support her or him you know, during in, terms their of, phase, in right? terms of interracial dating. Yeah, no, no, specifically, specifically interracial. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So for me, it was yeah. people were shocked. It was like shocked about that we were dating. Now it's generally fine. Nice. Which I'm not used to, too. I will say that. Cause yeah, it's, it, there just, there's, there's definitely have been a shift in energy with like, you know, people around us. Um, where, especially me, right? Like I'm not getting that set up as much anymore. Um, the, the energy from like, especially like, you know, female friends are, it's, it's a little different. Um, and the, and these, and these women are like, like Asian, you know, not, not Filipino, like, like Asian, what Chinese, Chinese, Indians, yes. It's really weird. I know, I know. There's a thing I was talking about earlier. So oh, like, yeah. So like Southeast Asians versus like the North. The rest. The rest. Asian, <laughs> right? Asian Asian, not Filipino Asian. The rest. The rest of them. <laughs> there's, there's a running joke in the Asian culture that like Filipinos are seen as like the outcasts. Yeah. 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 I can see that being. I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can see that being. It's, it's, I mean, I know you explained that before we did this. But explain tribalism a little bit more because, oh. yeah, because, yeah, you, you said it before we recorded. Oh, right. Okay. So <laughs> tribalism, just to like condense it, make it super simple concept. Um, it's this idea of, so on the outside, we can say, oh, you're Asian. But within that Asian culture, we would say there's tribalism or there's 
different types of people who have like different locations within Asia, who have their own dialect, they even have their own different genetic expression that differentiates them from like um, other Asian people. So like Filipino people look very different from, I guess you would say Korean people. And within Asian culture, like you can tell the difference. And um, earlier I was saying that like there's a there's a general human need to self-actualize yourself to be the best human being you can be. Mm -hmm. And within your culture is supposed to be the one that supports that. So the reason why tribalism exists in general is to bring up um, bring up the identity of those people. And the reason why we kind of like say, oh, we are us and they are them is to make that distinguishing factor really prominent. Um, I don't I don't know if it's I don't know. So like in Ghanaian culture, um, I'm from the Ashanti tribe and there's tribalism where people outside the tribe are seen as like really different and they're considered foreigners and it, it, there's a whole thing um within the tribe there's different cultural practices the food you eat is different um all of this is falls under tribalism there's also this desire to like stick with your own or stick within the tribe um and so when you're talking about like <laughs> those asians uh, versus us, that's a form of tribalism. Uh, makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, because I've always been, uh, yeah, I, I, I can see a difference between Southeast Asian. Southeast Asian is a little different. I know Hui is uh, Vietnamese, so that's Southeast Asian, right? Yeah. Southeast is it Asian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is. is it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so um i can see that being so i don't know sure what question you're on and shirley <laughs> uh moving to number three okay number three all right yeah. okay <laughs> so i'm looking at it here i'm like huh okay uh, i know because i'm going off on tangents as well it's okay it's like, all right you're still on the show right now so you're you're killing it oh god no you're killing it okay no you're good no no you're good you're good, you're good. um so kim all right, this is obviously for both of you guys. Um, what is some advice you would give people who have conflict within their, their families based off the ethnicity of their partner? So like, imagine if your parents weren't cool with the fact that you were dating like someone was Asian American, how would you handle that conflict? I mean, my answer is it's just the it's same. The same. Okay. It's just, yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. where, that's where we're the same. But yeah. I, I could say, I think, I, I mean, based off my own experience, that's, that's tough. Like, I, I, we both have parents that are really accepting. So I think we are given the privilege to have a fuck it mentality. Yeah. I can't so imagine if my parents were absolutely, no, you cannot date that. You will be disowned. Like, I honestly, I, I don't know. That's a tough one to give advice on because I haven't experienced that. Well, well, okay. Actually, it, never mind. I just remembered, I remember Brooklyn, calm down. Um, so, <laughs> so, so actually, my, my parents, for the most part, would just kind of like, oh, okay, we just, you know, oh, we just bring it home, so whatever, right? Mm -hmm. uh, 
but then it would, it would be my grandpa who, uh, who I was at the time very close with. Um, he would, without even saying a word, express how uncomfortable he was. So if I bring home like, um, and I'll just, I'll just keep it real, right? Like if I bring home like a, you know, an African-American girl or like a, um, you know, mixed African-American to like Filipino girl, um, he, he, he would roll into the room, walk into the room and he would like stop and just stare. Yikes! Yeah, he would just stare at me like this. And I'm like, hey, grandpa. Like, <laughs> and then he would just walk away, right? But does he do that with Asian girls? No. He would say hello. He would try to speak Vietnamese to them when they're obviously like Laos or Chinese. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, 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 there, so, so there is a, a bit of um, resistance within the family and within like how, you know, uh, what I was going through at the time. So, yeah. So, and at that time, how I dealt with it, uh, it, it it's tough. It's, it, it's, it's only tough if it's people, if it's coming from people that you really care about, right? Mm-hmm. Anyone can say, you know, your book sucks, the way you DJ sucks, blah, 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 right? But then when it comes from like your family, like it's, it hits a little different. We yeah. should choose a different career than DJ. Ooh. I mean, like, that's something, right? I mean, to yeah. it, it depends yeah. on, honestly, the level. Like, the closer the family member, the more it hurts to me. That's why, because I, similar, I have grandparents who, with past guys I've dated, especially that were African-American Black, like my grandma or my Lola would have made, and, and in, in Filipino culture especially, it's very passive. So they wouldn't necessarily say it to me, but they sure would say it to my parent, who then Yeah. And in that way, I'd be like, well, whatever, you know, that's Lola, that's grandma, it's old school. That's always like a big, a big thing, right? It's like, in Filipino culture, it's, that's old school mentality. That's, that's mm-hmm. cool. Um, so because it's my grandparents, like that, and it's that kind of idea of, okay, that's the old mentality. But if you were my parents that are closer to me, I think that it would hurt a lot more. Yeah. So what advice would you give people who don't want to stick with the old culture and want to um, explore outside their ethnicity. Hmm. Do you just and do, and and try not to say just be yourself. Like give give me something like really like yeah. um, like yeah. as you. I think it's you have to. I'm, I'm I'm thinking of even when I my own personal experiences. I think it's about finding a support system that's outside of your family, then you have to have a chosen family that aligns with your interests um, and have the kind of lifestyle and values that you have. Because it's important, it's important. And you should, because with dating comes the potential to get into a toxic situation. So you need to, I think it starts with a foundation of a support group. Even if it's not family of blood, then creating your own group of support. Awesome. Yeah. So really not just sticking with like culture per se, find a group outside of, outside of the culture and then like, um, have them be your support because we're not just our ethnicity, right? We are our interests and our political values and all of these other things that bond human beings. So finding it, it, it goes, I think what I'm getting from that is, just go beyond, um, go beyond just like your ethnicity and we'll find someone who appreciates it. Because too, it's, 
ethnic identity, racial identity is a huge part of a lot of us, especially within embedded in the American just yeah. way of being. But like you said, they're like Kui, he's really into heavy metal. Actually, yeah. the reason why we met and what really bonds us is actually not our Asian American background and commonality. It's actually our love of hip hop culture. Wu-Tang. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> All right, see you. We met, that's, that's how we were able to bring our communities together. Um, <laughs> it's common language more than anything that we speak. Oh, wow. Dude, that's so dope. That's like core values, right? That's something that's like that goes to who you are. That makes you guys like connect beyond anything that's superficial, like culture. Yeah, hip hop is bond. Hip hop is bond. <laughs> it's true. It's facts, especially when you think. <laughs> think forever. Yeah. <laughs> Real good girl. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Hip hop doesn't have much. It doesn't have discrimination of race. It's 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 all universal. So, very open. Yeah, it's really open. So we we, we try we, we forget that sometimes that we we have different cultures, but hip hop kind of keeps everyone together. So that's what shout outs to you know hip hop. <laughs> okay. Yeah I, yeah, I mean that you know when you ask that question, uh, Shirley. Um, you know, I was thinking about when she was talking about what she had to go through and you know, how she navigated that. Um, I think I think most men have the privilege that that they that it's not as um, intense for them to bring mm-hmm. someone outside their ethnicity to their family, right? Maybe maybe really traditional Asian Chinese, right? Yeah. Um, maybe like super. Um, conservative males, you know, like with a very strict religious background, mm-hmm. right? Um, but but definitely, it's definitely not as harsh as like what, you know, women go through. But I, I will say this though, um, I, I will say like, if, if, if the, did you guys hear that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. no, I heard it. Sorry. So, <laughs> I heard it. So, so I guess like, I guess the biggest thing I could say, especially for, for men, right. Um, if they want, if they want their family to accept, you know, their partner into, you know, their family, or if they're trying to navigate that interracial dating. Um, but one thing for sure is you can't, um, man, it's just thinking about like my history, right? Like men, like you shouldn't just react to how your family is reacting to your, like, to the partner that you're living home, right? Queen, why is this girl here? I can be whoever I want. You know what I mean? Like, you can't be just doing that, right? Um, because now you've already created a bad report, not just like within yourself, with your family, but now like with a- any type of women that you bring home. It doesn't even matter if they're the same ethnicity, right? That's just, that's just marketing. That's just basic like sales, right? Um, so that, that's one. Another thing too is, um, is like, it's, it's also like the, the timing of things, right? Um, sorry. <laughs> it, it, it helps it helps if you like if you I, I, I know this for sure it helps if you prep, it helps if you prep your your family appropriately most of the time men don't I'll just be honest yeah they just they just do it oh, this is my girl oh this is Sarah this is Karen like, <laughs> like no you, you gotta if you know dating dating this new girl and then have being accepted into her life it's just as the same as you know, uh, with your family and trying to get accepted into them as well or with them as well. So 
that's what I've noticed. And this is just what I've learned and what I saw from my, what my sister did, you know, um, yeah. with, with how like Robbie, you know, her husband, what he did with, you know, my family. Now, now he's like, welcome. He's all, all over all the time, sleeps on the couch, whatever. Like, like it's, it's all good. Um, because of that, you know, how much rapport that he's built with our family. Um, right. my sister too, you know, my sister. Yeah. Uh, I actually have one more question just to piggyback off of what you just said. Earlier you had mentioned how like gender makes it different. But um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the studies where like OkCupid did like a study and they said like black women and Asian men are like at the very bottom of the dating pool. Yep. Like, they get the like the, le the least amount of interactions. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. So considering um, considering that do you think as, yeah, I mean, like, as you said, like, as a man, like, ethnicity is not as, like, it doesn't really determine your choice as much, but how about in terms of, like, your masculinity and your own worth on the, like, dating market? Do you feel like you have to do more because you're Asian American or, like, you think that's, like, an, in, like a hindrance? And... Um, I guess my main question is like, how does as a man you navigate your masculinity while being Asian? And there's like this all this like stuff, like like okay, Cupid comes out with stats saying like you're not valued. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I so 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 again, like when when I was on these dating apps, right? I remember it was so funny. I was. I was at Baskin-Robbins with my friend. He was telling me about his dating challenges. And he was like, yeah, I'm on Tinder and I'm trying to do this thing. Tinder? What's Tinder? And this is like 2015, 16, maybe even 14. I don't know. Um, and then so I, I you know, looked up Tinder and I was like, what? Right? <laughs> Whatever. Um, and then explored Bumble and then OkCupid. Um, and this is before the stats came out, right? This is before... Um, this is before like, oh, Asian American, Asian American males are, you know, demasculated or whatever, right? Um, I, I've never really thought about that and I never really felt that, right? Um, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, and I think, I think, and it's not, it's not like a, I'm a special Asian. That's not, that's not what I'm trying to say. I think it's because how I was raised and, yeah. and how I was, um, you know, who I was surrounded with, right? Um, there was a lot of empowerment. There was a lot of like, you know, um, not that much, be, be, you know, belittling, belittling, you know what I mean, sure. or you know, whatever, right? Um, demean, you know, um, you know, whatever that case, whatever that word is. Um, I never really had to. I never really went through that. I mean, I'm not, I've definitely been bullied when I was in elementary school, but after elementary, like middle school and high school, it was just like a like a consistent graph chart just going up in terms of you know building confidence in myself and building dating experience. Um, but seeing that now or, you know, seeing that within the last two years, um, you know, I, I see that and I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I get it, right? Uh, but like, let's be real, okay? Like, like, and this, I'm only saying this because of people of color on this Zoom right now and probably on the chat right now. Let's hella be honest, right? The only reason why there's even like statistics like that or why, oh, uh, African-American women and Asian-American men are on the bottom of that list is because what? Like based based off of what, right? It's white media. Like that's that's just that's just that's just that's the truth. You know what I mean? It's not not being racist. It's just we live in America. 
the majority of these media companies are like, you know, probably white owned. And they're saying like, you know, I mean, if you guys seen Bowling for Columbine, they did a perfect example, right? Um, African male, African male, African male, but suspect is African male, right? When those, those, um, uh accusations and these sketches aren't even there it wasn't even like true it wasn't even accurate so it's, it's these white media companies feeding into like the media and they're saying yeah you like asian american men you mean whatever right um but then but then like because that has endured for so long because these asian men have been enduring it for so long what happened social media protected us all of way more um this this concept of something called new power came into play um, long uh, to comprise it, old power is like like super super basic you know pyramid right. Uh, new power is like crowd crowdfunding. So um, okay. like so like Reddit, Reddit or like Twitter. That's that's crowdfunding. So people yeah. actually have to say versus like it's yeah. a company, right? Um, but Can I bring up um, a topic? Oh, go ahead. Okay, fine. Oh. Go ahead. <laughs> so so pretty much what i'm trying to say is like um so so now like um asian american or asian males are, are like they're coming up right there's more asian males um you know being hired for like acting jobs and whatever so that that's the statistics of you know the okay cupid thing yeah. um yeah it was good timing for 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 that to come out and for the this media to come and say hey this is what how we feel about these ethnicities um, but yeah. then it backfired on them because, like, you know, black culture has never has never been that strong as it was before. Like, it's freaking amazing. Um, same with like Asians. Um, like, it's there. You know, Asians is in almost every media right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so in short, I I never really saw it a problem. I always thought it's to my advantage, if anything. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Which I think is a, not the case, though the general experience yeah yeah expand on that sorry for screaming oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was gonna bring up in terms of this topic and with gender have y'all ever heard about what happened with Issa ray talking about how yeah if you want anyone to date because we're supposed like because this idea that we don't have anyone we should date filipino men and yeah, the crazy lashback she actually got for saying that. I just would love to hear what y'all think about it. Yeah, I remember hearing about that, and it like it's weird. So as Black women, there there's a stereotype that we we should stick within our own, right? But then if we stick within our own, and we have a lot of media saying like, oh, we're unattractive, like we'll be waiting forever for their like our our prince charming to come. So, like, when Issa Rae said that, and I think she said it as a joke, but, like, a lot of Black women's experience now, I think, is, like, being comfortable with dating out, but it's weird, like, there is, like, this backlash, like, it's okay if Black men do it, but it's not okay for Black women to do it. Mm -hmm. I've never seen, well, that's not true, there, ha there, is black, there is backlash for Black men if they date outside their race, mm -hmm. but I don't think it's so like like vitriol like so like um demeaning as it is for black women um i i don't know I, oh, sorry. yeah someone's tweet right here said oh where'd it go oh man of course he no, it's right there, it's right there. 
It said, um, to respond to it, because I was like, oh, this reminds me of that topic. So I was reading some tweets from it. One says, Donald Glover told y'all he only dates Filipino women and you ninjas watch Atlanta and loud him as some millennial meta Negro visionary, but y'all canceling Issa Rae. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Thank you for bringing up that tweet. <laughs> I appreciate you. Yes. Yes, exactly. It's it's just it's just not the same. Um, also, I think Donald Glover has. I think his wife currently, and they have beautiful children. But his wife is white. Yeah. yeah. So so he told me about that. We were he, he was playing because he likes he likes Childish Gambino. He's playing a song. He talks about dating Asian women. I was like, oh yeah, Donald Glover loves Asian women. He's like, yeah, but you know his wife's white. I was like, what? Or the white woman. They always win. Yeah. Get out. They always been a black man's kryptonite for years. It's always been a black man's There's the level of he's dating outside of his race. Then he's also not fetishizing and exotifying Asian women because he's married to a white woman. Yeah, that's usually sorry. <laughs> and Donald Glover is gonna like live his life. He's gonna continue making music. Like no one's going to like demean him as an artist because of his like, you know, wife's like ethnicity, whatever. However, if we just flip it and like Issa Rae was to like start dating like a white dude, for example, people would be going in on her. Like, um, it would it wouldn't be just about her the content she creates. It's about like, oh, she sold out and that, like you would hear it in every conversation. It's yeah. something I've experienced um myself as well when I've dated out with was like this kind of like betrayal of the of the race that like <laughs> how dare you how dare you date a white man how yeah. dare you with those yeah. Asian guy yeah it yeah. was it was weird because like like my my brother he he specifically dates like Filipino girls or Latina girls or white girls and like while my mom <laughs> my mom's a very traditional Ghanaian woman um she's never been so iffy about them as much as like it was for me to date like outside of my group so, anyway thank you for bringing up that tweet so, <laughs> on deck. so um i know kylie said she had a question to ask you guys all, all the myths of everything what's happening with the coronavirus how are you guys quarantined together how's that working out with you guys seeing each other more often than usual <laughs> How's that working? I know it's kind of getting on topic from interracial, interracial dating, but you know it's it's a good question to ask a couple that lives together. Yeah. <laughs> We're going crazy. I'm a very interactive. I got to process questions first, so you go first. Uh, it's fine. I, I honestly like. If, if anything, it's it's been, it's it's, it's very very good training. Yeah. Aww. Training. What do you mean, kind of training? What, what do you mean? Explain. A good training on like patience and oh, oh. <laughs> sorry, oh. marriage. Yeah, so I mean, it's like, like marriage. I, you know, I, I've you know I, I've been in relationships where I've, I've lived with them, right? But then there are some days where I'm just like I'm fucking out, right? I'm leaving the damn house. You know what I mean like <laughs> like I'm throwing yeah, this Corona? Yeah, <laughs> no one could stop me. Yeah, but but then but then but this time right now, I mean, we've already been living with each other for a few months. Um, and when this uh, COVID-19 came into play, it was 
okay, so I, I had the struggle of like, damn, you know, I remember it was, I remember specifically, it was like mid-March, March 10th, March 11th. And, you know, so I'm, I'm an independent contractor. I'm also like a, um, a contractor for an agency called Creative Transit Agency. We do a lot of live events and um, I do their sound. I also do uh, Hey, You're Live. And I, also oh, do, I just got it. Uh, I mean, and that's I also DJ and, you know, whatever, right? And it was just like back to back. And I'm a, and at the time I was already um, not struggling, but I was already working really hard to, you know, make rent and, you know, pay off the you know utilities. And, you know, and we've been doing pretty good. Like we were like, good, you know, oh, babe, I'll see you later. I'm going to go practice. So we understand our like um, our distances and, and needs in terms of, you know, what I need for myself and what we need from each other. But man, when those numbers started going from, Five thousand to three thousand, like oh shit! Uh, you're feeling it. Two thousand dollars, fuck! Come on, don't go below fifteen hundred. You know, fifteen hundred dollars, and then boom! Next thing you know, I'm out of work from now until like August, at least. At least, right? And it might even be longer. Who knows? So, um, so with that, right? I know. I mean, we know, and and I know that she's like, I'm good. I'm good, babe. I can cover for if you need to, right? For me, it's like. It, yeah. like inside you know what I mean it's like it's it's very um it doesn't feel good like internally it doesn't feel good even even if I know that the rent is covered I, I still don't feel good I did everything to I did everything in my power to negotiate with the landlord you know with you know with the, the rent payment and stuff um I'm doing everything with like I, I I've invested in stocks I've like did some side gigs I've you know um I didn't sell anything but I've, I've done like live streams doing everything in my power to to make this work right um, but the best thing about this dynamic is that she hasn't made me feel bad about it. So that, that was, that's totally dope. Right. Um, and, and, and I've even like, fuck it, babe, I'm going to go work at Amazon real quick. Right. And even she was like, no, it's not safe. It's not cool. You get the virus. Um, so, and I, and I get it. Right. But then, um, but then it, it, me internally, uh, I, I just feel like I fault, you know, at, at some point, right. I'm like, dude, this sucks. I want to contribute more. Right. Um, so that's one part of it. And then there's no, there's no friction of it. Yeah. yeah. That's where, um, gender again comes in for me is so into my twenties, I became like a really self-actualized feminist and was like, you know, independent woman, Beyonce, I'm gonna do me. Yes. And then even Beyonce, we uh, like our generation with Beyonce, we've all gone to a point with her where it's like, Oh, now we have to also, compromise and understand the roles that we choose mm-hmm. as being in a partnership with uh in a i guess a heterosexual partnership with a man is that there as much as we want to be independent women and we can do everything then to be in a relationship there's also ways that we have to be okay that gender plays a part yeah so for him like yeah i could cover rent easy i mean not easy it'd still be a struggle but i could cover it and we'd have to budget for food and stuff and i can't get like my fancy stuff but we could do it but i know to also step back at the same time give him the space i have to give him the space to also be the man that he has chosen and has constructed for himself and his identity Absolutely. Yeah. So that's that. So the financial piece has been actually, I, I'm pretty proud that we've been able to handle it well, 
but it is something that we've had to sit down and grapple with of like because money is a power thing in in relationships and especially with everything going on I have the stable money and income and he doesn't so that could easily test his masculinity again already yeah wow really good answer yeah it's crazy um can I, oh my bad, my bad, Dante. No, no, no. I was, I'm just trying to figure out how I, how I can do this with, you know, <laughs> with what I got. It I go back on like a topic of vulnerability, and that's what I had said right in the in the uh, the chat. I was yeah. saying I said that to me, it's important to have a partner, uh, especially in a man, not about feelings and all that kind of stuff. Especially again, like Asian culture. Like I, I understand, like he might not want to talk about that all the time, and it gets saucy for him. I can talk about it all day, but the part that I really need him to be vulnerable on is, especially given this time of COVID-19, is to be open and honest about our finances, because yeah. it also impacts me and my and me living here with him. Yeah, absolutely. And so being in this situation, it's kind of put this, um, it's put certain things to the test, right? So in many ways, you operate in ways that are comfortable but in when you're confronted with this and we're we're dealing with our financial situation um masculinity comes up money comes up power comes up and you guys are really 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 learning how to like delve into even a more authentic or more vulnerable relationship Mm -hmm. um that's awesome (laughs) like i i really i really love seeing you guys in this and being so open and expressing this with us because um i think for other couples like COVID 19 has really tested them too <laughs> and not in the not in the best of ways so like yeah like you guys have a strong bond and it's pretty pretty obvious yeah it's, it's pretty nice too because the media did a good job on writing this like um this like craze on uh people of color being very violent and aggressive against each other because right before COVID-19 broke out what was what was circling around it was that video of these like hoodlums attacking that homeless Chinese guy oh yeah 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 perfect timing it was like such a horrible video um it made like Chinese people feel one way it made like you know the African-American community feel one way right uh, for, for me personally, it was a very, like, very disturbing video to watch, but it was definitely not like a thing where I had to sit down and be like, well, freaking African-Americans, right? That doesn't make sense. That, it actually does not make sense to me at all. Like, especially how, and even when the political campaign, campaign was, how it was structured too, right? It was a political campaign, and then boom, right? Chinese, black people should hate each other. Like, what the fuck? So it was like very weird timing of that. And then... Boom, COVID-19. So it was a very, very interesting ride of um, the media, um, you know, riding this momentum of this wave of like, you know, Asians is this, Asians is that, whatever, right? Um, but, you know, um, but right now, like, it's the, the best, the, the biggest thing, I guess, for couples too, that, that couples can focus on, I guess, you know, for, for us, especially coming from us, is like, just take it one day at a time and just keep consistently doing the basic things, basic things over and over again, right? Mm-hmm. Um, who's cooking tonight? Who's cleaning up Brooklyn's poop? Da, 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 da. You know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah, all, all it that has stuff, to right? be, yeah. it's a team, like, it yeah. has to be that team effort. Yeah. 
So there's compromise in like identities and values, right? And then there's also the idea of because because he can't financially work so much right now, then he has stepped up and he'll he'll make food for me when right. I have back all day. Yeah. That's interesting. And does that change like your, the gender dynamics or no? Not for us, but you know, like that generational thing, I cannot see my parents doing the opposite, like yeah. what we do. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, to be honest, like my, my, our dynamic has already been like that, but, but our work schedule was very conveniently not uh, colliding. So she's working, you know, nine to five, nine to four, whatever. And I'm like, like working, like admin work during those times, but then I have the privilege and the um, privilege, luxury to like cook for the both of us for dinner. Mm-hmm. And after dinner, it's like hustle time for me because mm-hmm. I, I DJ at night, yeah. right? So um, it, there, there is an interesting dynamic to that, right? Um, but it's also a luxury of like, you know, both of us because, you know, if she needs help from me during the day, I can do it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, unless I have like a daytime gig or like a festival I'm working or something. Um, but for the most part, it's, it's the same hours. It's just, I'm, I'm a little bit more flexible, right? Can you, you know, who you, can you deliver these packages? Da, da, da. Yeah, I got it. No problem. I got time, right? Versus how mm-hmm. oh, she, she's at the office all day. And, I, you know, I had to like respect that. And I can't really, you know, demand anything from her at, at that point. Maybe it's some like printed paper. I don't know, whatever, right? But, um, but from that, like, I don't, we, we kind of get it. Now it's like super support system. And then she's like working. <laughs> you know what I mean? Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Wow! Thank I know. you so much. Finances are a tough thing to talk about, especially yeah. with uh, with couples, and uh, you know, it's 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 a touchy subject for especially for myself. I get pretty sensitive with that, so I I get it. There's an aspect to it too, but you know, I don't know if you guys want to continue or not. But like the live stream is off, <laughs> I have to restart everything and then open it back up with the live stream. It's okay, just whatever. Okay, okay. I'm not sure if you guys want to continue or not. I mean, you're recording it, right? You're gonna post it later. Yeah, yeah, I'm recording. I'm recording now. So, like, just the live stream is no longer. So, okay, okay, all right. (laughs) Out and then start over again. Yeah, that's all because it's. I don't know why it's not letting me to reboot it. Because I think I timed out with Instagram. Do it real quick. So we have to sign off. I mean, if you guys want, you guys want. Okay. Yeah, we can. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. One. Hey guys, we're going to take a 30 second pause and to jump into some other content. We'll jump right back into the episode right after this in a bit. Stay tuned. Hey guys, just giving you guys a quick reminder that we have a website for Y Day Podcast. It's on www.ydaypodcast.com where we have all the platforms where all this episode is on. And we're on SoundCloud, Apple, Google Play, and we're also on uh, Spotify. So, and we also actually have this video, um, the episode of the video, on our YouTube channel, on the Wide Date Podcast web, uh, YouTube channel, which is also in that website. And we have a Patreon website as well. Now, if you guys want to donate five dollars a month, is we're going to give you guys the all exclusive behind the scenes content. Where 30, 45 minutes prior, before the episode, we're going to have a Q&A, a live Q&A with the guest speaker that we have here. Sometimes we typically have dating coaches. We have motivational pe- speakers on here. So any questions you guys want to ask, 
feel free to do that. Go on to it's also on the Patreon website on our, our on our Why Date podcast episode, and just put it in there. And or if you want to just become a Patreon and get all the exclusive content, it's also in there too as well. But all right, don't want to take too much of you guys' time. Get back into the episode right now. We have had like small fights and we get annoyed at certain things. I can't imagine if you're in a relationship where it's actually like straight toxic. Yeah. Like abusive, right? Because like you can't, you can't go anywhere. Yeah. Literally, like you're stuck there. Yeah. I said I want it in and out. (laughs) (laughs) Flip out. Yeah. No. Throw the throw the shit out. Yeah. 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 No. I mean. Being single right now, I mean, you got you, you got you guys got out the game while you can because it's been been, been kind of hard out here. Out hard out here for a pimp, man. No, I'm just kidding. Now, I mean, like honestly, like the single life is like it. It's pretty cold out there now. It, it, it's gotten pretty interesting, especially with now the virtual dating. Now people's hormones are like up another level because now they don't have any contact. So it's like I feel like there's gonna be a lot of babies popping out this year, for sure. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> I mean, that's why I see it. I see like it's going to be like a huge baby boomer because everyone's going to be like, what the fuck? Like, shit. I feel so bad for like people who are in healthcare, like, because no one wants to deal with them. No one wants to be around those. So it's just like, fuck. I know they're like all kinds of messed up. Putting their occupation on their profile. Right I mean, you're going to walk in some scrubs. You're like, oh, we just come. I just got off work. And the guy's going to be like, oh, the guy or girl's like, oh, oh, get out. <laughs> get out. <laughs> Yeah. So I mean, it, it's uh, you guys are you guys got out while you can. So. How about, um, have you had any uh, like? Because this could also be a time where exes get bored. Oh, there's a lot of exes that be. I mean, I don't have exes, but I heard a lot of girls that told me that they have a whole bunch of exes. I'm not gonna say any names that contacted them on on DMs. Uh-huh. Uh, they shot them a DM and shot, they shot the shot. They're like, oh, what, hey, how's it going? Oh, then they all know like. Like, come on, man. Like, we're <laughs> bored. Like, we have nothing else to do. It's just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's interesting. But yeah, um, the interracial part of it, too. I know I didn't really talk much about, I mean, you guys probably heard a little bit from the last episode um, how I went around. I've, I've dated different cultures and I've adapted to it. I'm sure you guys heard my story in the last episode about me uh, going on, Gabe. Gabe Golden's on. Um, yeah, I just thought, thought I would just sit, clarify that I was inducted into the Asian culture like pretty late. Not late, but kind of like, oh, it was kind of a harsh reality. Like, this is Asian culture. Take off your shoes when you walk in the house. Didn't know that. Okay, didn't, didn't know that. Didn't exist to me. So <laughs> it took a while for me to get to that point. Like, I finally got, all right, second girlfriend. I, I, I took off my shoes when I walked in. All right, step one, I'm good. And then step two, I messed up. I, I messed up on the second time. I, I put soy sauce on my rice before I ate it, and it was just like, oh, they lost their shit. Yeah, yeah. Again, that might be a generational thing, because in my house, yeah. it's actually ironic that my best friend I grew up with, my childhood best friend, she's black. In her house, yeah, I had see. to take off my shoes. See? Well, <laughs> 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 the girl I dated, she was Korean. So she was like first gen Korean. So it was like her dad like literally took off his handkerchief, just like slammed it and walked out. <laughs> I was like, oh, huh. <laughs> so 
So the so the Asian refugees that you dated, have they ever had? Do they have a conversation with you before they bring you home? After I'm like, why do you you set me up? I was like, you set me up, man. I was like, no. I mean, I was like, I mean, maybe she assumed because she's never dated someone outside the race too. Maybe she did. Maybe she didn't. But she didn't tell me that. I was like, oh, that could have helped me when I walked in. Yeah. <laughs> so I look like a fool. I'm in, I'm looking like I'm dressed like I'm in the club with a button up shirt on, like <laughs> nice jeans. Like I'm trying to make it look make a good impression. So they won't think I'm some kind of like, you know, random black dude that just walked in. So uh. <laughs> I think it also might be a little awkward for the person dating the interracial person, especially because like the very first time. Yeah. How do you navigate like like you want first timers? Make- <laughs> yeah. Okay, navigate you wanna ask him or and we or is that's a universal question? It's a universal question. Okay, I'll, I'll let Hui and uh, let the guest speakers speak first. Like that yeah, I have to think back on other partners, like having to have that conversation. I think, I think I went, I went the wrong knot. <laughs> yeah. I was like, like the girl Dante you dated, like, they're just gonna have to like, we'll just see how it goes. Oh, jeez, jeez, <laughs> You're one of them <laughs> setting me up, <laughs> setting them up for failure. <laughs> I mean, like we were talking about our last episode, it's a lot of pressure being the first, yeah. being the first of that one. I can see that that can be an, I mean, that could be an issue because if you're like their first exposure to that other race, they're going to have a whole opinion about the rest after that point. Like their standards are going to be like, okay, this is what I expect for every like Hispanic, black, white guy, date that's going to be like this. You know what I mean? They have that kind of ideal. So, I mean, um, that could be a lot of pressure for the first timers. But how to combat it is different. But. Did you have that pressure, Hoi, when you were dating Kim? Like, as I'm the first Asian guy she's ever been with, like, I have to, like, there's a lot of pressure for me here to perform. Or for Hui, or is it, Hui had the pressure? Yeah, because he's, he's her first. He's, he's her first. Yeah, he's her first. Hold my honest answer. Um, so, Gosh, here we go. Uh-oh. <laughs> I mean, okay, well, okay. So, once again, my ethnicity is Vietnamese, right? Yeah. But all my clients are Filipino. My mentor slash partner is Filipino. Who's your mentor, huh? Tell them. Business partners. Business partners. partners. Mm -hmm. Um, Cool. One of our, we're one of the biggest main service providers for the biggest Filipino festival in the Bay Area. Honestly, I I just felt like I was coming home. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, 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 and it's not, you know, it's, it's just, you know, the real truth, um, kind of surround yourself. Um, you kind of attract who you surround yourself with. Right. So me being with a, a Filipino woman, honestly, it was, it, it's, it's really not a surprise. Like I'm, I, I was like, yeah, yeah, this is, this is right. <laughs> like, it wasn't like, yeah, yeah. Like, Ooh, a Filipino woman. It was like, oh, no, this is, this is this exotic. <laughs> <laughs> this is what's happening. This, this is it, you know? What about yeah. you was meeting, like, my, my circles the first time? Did you, Your circles? Did you have, was there a theme of kind of, like, how they were reacting to you? Yeah, the, oh, that, that for sure. Okay. So, the, the, it was, we, we went to her good friend's wedding, and oh, it was a consistency of, like 
oh, you know, oh, this is who you my boyfriend, and like, oh, 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 these- <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I like that though, really. Yeah, and actually, yeah. Yeah, another thing, but a lot of people actually thought he was Filipino. Oh, so he's like, oh, she finally got someone that's her race. Oh, I see. I think, in especially California, it's almost well, generally, it's seen like Filipinos are more like seen as like a positive. So when he like we went to that wedding, they were like, oh, well, he's tall, right? His curly hair, all that kind of stuff. Oh. He, he must be Filipino or mixed. But when they <laughs> learn like he's Vietnamese, which is ironic because he was a Vietnamese wedding, a lot of them are like, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, actually, when we first started dating, he was meeting people. People thought, wait, he has to be mixed or Filipino. <laughs> they were like really confused. <laughs> yeah, I thought so too. No. But, but, but again, <laughs> that's, that's the, the special circumstances that I've gone through. But the other part is like, motherfucker, like, what? what, what? You know, like it was... It, it wasn't like annoying to where like I was offended, but it was like, like y'all, y'all need to relax. <laughs> like it's, it's just another wedding and I'm her date. You know what I mean? Like it's, it, it wasn't that like big of a deal, you know? Like it's just, it is what it is. Um, I know for sure in Texas, like uh, especially in like Austin or something, it's a very normal thing. Very like uh, when you introduce your, um, your date, who's like not the same race. Yeah. Cause, cause I, I I've like done, because I've done a lot of weddings for, for people who are Texans. Like the, the dynamics are very different, right? But for some reason in California, it's not as progressive as it's, it's weird. It's random, but- <laughs> what, what do you think, Kim? Uh, about Texas? No, Texas. What about Texas? <laughs> well, yeah. About which part? Oh, any of it, because I saw you reacting. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I think when he would get the reactions, I also thought like, oh, that's like a compliment as a Filipino American. That's a compliment. Like, oh, people think he's like Filipino. That's nice. But on the other end, it's kind of fucked up. We're yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Vietnamese people. Like, it's fucked up. Like, why can't he just be a full Vietnamese guy? <laughs> like, Damn. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. He's different. But I'm not offended, you know? Like, it's you know, again, I, I understand what the media has done, and I understand that I'm not a normal Asian guy. So, like, it's yeah, it is what it is, right? Because if I was a normal Asian guy, like, I wouldn't have been able to date um, X amount of different uh, eth- ethnic uh, women, right? Including like, you know, Caucasian or white, right? Um, and I and I, but I also know how it feels to be, you know, exotified, because because when I was when I was dating, you know, a few Caucasian women. Like they made me feel exotified, you know, and I didn't like it, you know. That that's when I that's when it went too far. I was like, ah, it's not, I'm, it's like I've never dated an Asian boy guy before. Like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, here we go. <laughs> and and, and uh, it's interesting because then they'll they'll be like, like yeah, have you ever tried, you know, vermicelli? <laughs> like yeah, bitch, I make that. You know what I mean? Like it's, oh, it's very it's, it's a very interesting dynamic at that point right now it's not even like a relationship or love it's just yeah. it's like a, a fantasy like a fulfillment and I'm yeah you know from you know african-american men to you know xyz women same with like you know yourself generally to xyz males right same shit and it's it gets annoying yeah like, yeah, for sure. so, yeah. I, I mean like, oh go ahead oh good no good 
I was just gonna say I like that the way you expressed it. It was like it was like I was coming home, like that level of comfortability. Whereas where I when I've dated interracial inter interracially, I feel like there's a lot of like explaining of myself that I have to do, um, which is awkward. You don't do that when you're at home. Yeah. Um, yeah. And go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> throw that back to Dante. So. Um... I mean, yeah, I, I get that a lot too because I, I I dated people who never dated black guys. They're like, oh, I'm like exotic now. Like, oh, I'm never dated, and it's I typically attract girls that are like, oh yeah, this is how black guys gonna be like aggressive, right? Big dick energy, right? That kind of shit. So it's just like <laughs> for us, it's like for us normal. I was like, oh shit, I'm. I mean, I can't compare my thing to somebody else's thing. So I mean, like, but it's such a high standard because now you see how how mark how we how black men are marketed like. So it's like, oh, yeah, my black men are supposed to be like this way, this way, this way. So it's just like, I'm exotic now to that point. Like, I don't know. I think how it stands, like what we talked about before, like white men are like the, the highest, right? And like Asian women are like the highest, right? And then like below is like the Asian male and then like black women. And like, I think seconds like either, I think it's black or Hispanic. I can't remember for men. But it's just like after that second point, it's like, oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> I, I feel like I, even when I'm on Tinder and thing, I'm like that tinder and bumble i typically look at it i'm like okay what kind of black guy is she looking for? like when they match and they're like interracial i go hmm all right <laughs> and i have to look and i'm like what kind of friends does she hang out with what what kind of black guy is she looking for am i her first or am i her mini <laughs> so it's a lot of, i mean it's a lot of things i think about when i date interracial to too but i know one of the topics we got really heavy on uh -oh. <laughs> I'm going to bring it up and it's probably going to be the last question before we end it. Okay. Now, is it <laughs> racism to deny a perfectly suitable partner who is in your racial preference? This got pretty heavy because <laughs> we're not talking about preference and racism well, are kind of two different things. Yes, that question one more time. Mm -hmm. So is it racism to deny a perfectly suitable partner who is in your racial preference? Who is? Yeah, who is in your racial preference? Because people have their racial preferences. Let's say, like, you, you find someone who's like, oh, man, like, they got everything I like about this person, but they're Asian or they're African, they're black or they're Filipino. That's the only See, thing that's stopping them turning away to finding that perfect person. So their race is the determining factor as to why you don't choose them? Yeah. So what's your guys' thoughts on it? Because that got pretty heated. And Shirley was uh, <laughs> felt very strongly about it. Um, yeah. And that's going to be like the last question because I think it's, that was like one of the ones that was, was pretty heavy. So <laughs> is that considered racism or is it considered a preference to you guys? Like a racial preference. Is, um, that when I, we listened in on that it was interesting for me to hear from y'all's perspective about as black African-American men of having almost that um, guard up and almost uh, like a fear or paranoia, whatever you want to call it, about like, oh, is this person, this woman liking me because she's not going to gratify me? I just never, that was an interesting perspective because as someone who has been on like Tinder and Hinge, mm -hmm. free and queer, uh, I it's interesting. That, I, that wasn't my intention, but it's, I could see how, it's, uh, what an experience that can be on the other end. So that, I just want to say that, that was a new insight for me. But in terms of this one, I mean, it's it's a heavy topic because it's a complicated answer. It's not a black or white, literally, answer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I agree. And I, and I think... I agree with uh, and Shirley about its, its intention and its why. It's, it's the 
of of it all. Yeah, I think um, my whole thing was we don't exist in a vacuum. And our racial preferences are often um, influenced by the society that we're growing up in. And so if I tell a man that he has no chance with me simply because he's Indian, um, that's often, re that's, I'm not just discriminating him based off of like, oh, his ethnicity, my preference, whatever. I'm backing it by like all the cultural messages that I've had um, and what people have told me about Indian men. And like, if he's everything I've ever wanted and it's just his ethnicity that's stopping me from being with him, then to me, that is racist because yeah. it's like, it's like, I like food, right? And if I'm hungry, I'm going to go like to whatever, whatever's nearby, right? Like, I'm not going to discriminate um, on food just because like, I, I just feel like it has to have like an e I have to have equal opportunity to like choose from like McDonald's, Taco Bell, Carl's Jr., whatever. Mm -hmm. To say like specifically, I can't. Like, how do I say this? I might not be a fan of Taco Bell, but I might find something that I really like at Taco Bell, so mm -hmm. to speak. And I can't say like, oh, um, if I if I find a guy that I really like and he meets all those things, all my like checklists but the only thing that's stopping me from dating him is, is like the color of his skin. Like that's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> In my opinion. Cause I like men attractive is attractive. Um, but that's yeah. Just I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, whatever you're attracted to him, I, I, I you know, cause I think what, what kind of got the, what kind of got uh, confused with people with preferences. Cause Andre also mentioned, Oh, would you date someone who's shorter than you? Or would you do this? I'm like, well, shorter. Yeah. Like you mentioned that it, it, it can't, you know, hair, eye color, hair color can be changed, beard can be cut, things like that. And when it comes to race, it's like you're, you're pretty much not accepting someone for their culture, more as like not much of their color. I think that's what kind of got thrown off a little bit. Because I think what I, I felt where you were coming from, I felt where Mondra was coming from, he was saying like, yo, like, I'm not going to date black girls because of this part of the culture or that I'm not really cool with. Like, I've been around it and I'm not... I don't think I think that's what they were trying trying to articulate, but it was uh, it got thrown off with just like oh, okay, so it's because they're color of the race. I'm like oh, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> they uh, I, it's it's a tough question. It's very open, especially when you're talking about someone's culture and race at the same time. Um, it's a very sensitive subject, but that's why I said like is it a fine line between racism or preference? Because there's certain people who specifically go for black men or black women or Hispanics, Filipinos, like it's specifically for that. They, you know, um, that's a preference, I guess. But when you neglect the other one, it's more of a like culture or racism. I think that's what yeah. I think that's what could have been said. Literally, yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. So I'm hope I'm not getting too uh, you know philosophical. I know we don't. Okay. All right. <laughs> I usually just go. Oh. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Making sure. But yeah, because listening to the podcast again, I was like, hmm, okay. I think it's, you know, it's a fine line or it's, it's just a, it's a blurry line more than it's a fine line to me. Yeah. Because, because I had said like race and ethnicity can be socially constructed the way we see them, yeah. the way we understand them, especially in, in a country like America. So 
because are because are you talking about the social contract that you understand your understanding of this person or this culture that you are embedding and putting onto this person mm -hmm. um or is it externally and then i think that it can be blurry there too because you could be like yeah. i prefer well, a, a darker or a lighter skin guy that may be taller and then has this color and then it's like okay well then as you, if you get so specific like that you also could be basically talking about so you you don't like this yeah guy. Mm -hmm. Well, I've seen it where it happened where certain experiences that you have dealt with that race that what turns you away, right? You dealt with like bad experiences with like say like we'll go with like black dick, black guys like oh I'm never gonna date a black guy because they're like fucking like this like this and they're like this now I'm not gonna date them. So I mean, it would that be considered racism too? Because they don't. I, I or are they just going off with experience them dating like same race for so many different times? Is that just the preview that they, they attract or is it considered racist? That's an interesting question to ask me too, because I, I would say I hope not because I had a really bad, I had really bad experiences and it's not to attribute it. And I don't attribute it to the culture or the race and ethnicity, but I had two really bad experiences in my 20s with my last two exes um, that were African-American and black, especially my, my last ex, he ended up cheating on me. Oh, damn. And told his other girlfriend that what justified him in cheating and being with both of us is that I could not understand his culture like she could. Yeah. And that I wouldn't measure up to her. And she was a black woman? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, I think it's it's context again. Like I wouldn't say, let's say, like God forbid, we we didn't work out. I'd have a tough time. I would have a tough time again getting back into the game, especially to date a black yeah. American guy. Yeah. And but it's context. It's not to attribute it to that's such it's such an individual experience that I've had. Yeah. But not. To, I'm not gonna say like, well, oh, because this is what I had experienced. That means all. Are like that. <laughs> right. yeah, but, but a lot of people do though. There's a couple people like, oh, that's why exactly why I don't date these like Hispanic girls. Why I don't do this, and you know, this is why, right? And it's just like, oh, well, that's not. That's, that's the difference between preference and racism, right? Like I've had my personal experiences, and I prefer not to go through this again. Versus, oh, they're all like this, so I can never like ever find someone attractive, and that you don't even give them the chance. Yeah. because of their the color of their skin yeah yeah and people get i mean i guess we're cut from a different cloth people generally look at that as a as a culture or racial race thing too because um the the standardization that, that that's been set for them from dating so many and it's like oh okay so it's normal you know i mean like so <laughs> like so you're just like oh oh this is this is how it is um Can I ask, what, are, what are our thoughts on talking about dating a white person as all folks of color on this in this discussion oh man <laughs> speaking of which dip, dip just came out here <laughs> dip, dip <was> just <laughs> <laughs> okay. my boy <laughs> what's up dibble <laughs> speaking of a white person it's not and then, then then it got quiet no wrong <laughs> um i mean growing up i grew up in a white you know predominantly white caucasian city I grew up in Ceremone. So when I first moved out there coming from Oakland, I uh I was like, oh man, white women are like the thing, man. This is it. Like this is this is smack dab. This is this is it. And um I was stuck on it for a while. And I was like, it was it was it was it was like our 
like we made it. <laughs> it's like, oh, we made it. You know what I mean? Like as far as, as black people, like when you did a white woman or married white woman, that's what every black dude thinks. Um, until I saw like when I saw Get Out, the movie Get Out, yo, it was it was it was too real. It was too real. It was very mm-hmm. like it's very surreal because I dated the girl that had a family who owned a uh, summer home in Tahoe, Lake Tahoe. And like the question you asked, he's like, hey, does your parents know I'm black? He's like, well, why does it matter? I was like, well, uh, you know, <laughs> right? This is the question you want to ask. It's like, do they know? Are they okay? They're okay with it. Like they vote for Obama. That's fine. They like, <laughs> right? They say shit like that. I'm just like, oh, okay. Um, I wouldn't say like it's as my preference. I put white women like the bottom. I love my white women, but at the bottom, probably preference wise, just based on me being surrounded by it most of my life, I'm like, all right, I, I get it. Like it's normally, I'm open to it. Still, I'm still open to it. I'm always open to it. Not hating on it, but it's like it's hard for me to re. Like you said, go back to that. Like we can say, like going back to like a black guy or whatever case may be. If it ever happened. It's kind of like you have to build that up again. Um, yeah, for sure. I agree. Yeah, I just, I, uh, you could say something about answer that. That, that. that was like my little spiel about it. <laughs> so I, I grew up in San Jose. I grew up in Sunnyvale. So like um, most of the people around me were either Asian or white. And I guess that's what I just gravitated to were Asian and white men. And then... Um, I feel like as I've got, gotten older, though, I feel like I have to be more conscious about, like, my choices. Um, so I, I don't want to just, like, date. Um, it's I think it's more than just, like, dating who's attracted to me. I want to be, like, I, I, I if it happens, I want to have, like, Black children. Um, I want to have a Black partner. So um, I would be open to dating a white person, but just based off of, like, where like what I want to see my ideal family look like I'm not sure if that's yeah. uh, I'm not sure if that's going to be like in my future I'd be surprised yeah. if that happened. Um, yeah. just because I'm trying to be more conscious about like my dating choices mm-hmm. yeah. so can I ask and Shirley was that um how did that develop for you was it just because of experiences or then your own like self-actualization of like who you are and how that impacts who you want to be with as a partner now? Sure. Um, to be very honest with you, I, I guess looking back on it now, I had a lot of like self-worth issues. Um, again, growing up as like the only black girl in a community of like Asian and white people, it's kind of hard not to look at yourself as like undesirable. So um, as I've grown up and started to embrace like what my black womanhood means and like the beauty in that I've realized like other black people are beautiful too and when I went to college like and especially the major I majored in political science it just like really brings to the front of like okay these are all your biases because you were raised in this community and you need to check yourself and so like as I um yeah so I've, I've had, I've, I've, like, my very first love was Chinese-American. Um, the man that I was with, like, my, my second boyfriend was white American. But mostly, as I've become more conscious of, like, who, how it exists to be, like, this person and the beauty in that, like, I find that um, I've 
I'm I'm more <laughs> I'm attracted to blackness because I see blackness in me that's beautiful. Um, but that, did, that like that did not exist when I was younger at all. Um, sure. Yeah. Same. Same. Yeah. Because <laughs> same. Geez. Um. I mean, honestly, like for me, it's like it's tough because being like, of course, Aunt Shirley, she's Ghana, right? She yeah. has culture. She already has that kind of the backup for it. Being of whatever generation I am in America, it's I'm Americanized. So we, there's mu- not much culture that I grew up with. Yeah. So me surrounded by, like I said, if I date a white person who is from America too as well, that like that culture we both don't have, we're just like, oh, right? We're just like, yeah. just like we're, we're both like just on the unknown, like, oh, well, shoot, right? And I, every, every time I see a white person who has a last name Johnson, I'm looking like, I used to look yeah. at him like, I was like, were you like a slammer? Like, did you, did, right? Did you, did you, did you say my people's? Like, you know what I mean? So, but, uh, I, that's what I kind of look at it too from that point of perspective. Like when you attract to someone who actually has culture, it's opening up your eyes to different things instead of just the same normal thing. Right. Um, but yeah. I mean, that's what I've noticed. Yeah. Going back to actually what we said about that whole going home kind of thing. Yeah. More uh, single and you're more aware of who you are and you're forming that. It's, finding a partner in whatever way it means it could be race and culture ethnicity or maybe it's like some of the lifestyle or sexuality but it's basically you want to you want to find a way of coming home because yeah. I want that I agree with him in that way of because I never dated an Asian American man there's a beauty that I've been able to experience in learning um, how many things we have in common that mm-hmm. I didn't have to talk about or mm-hmm. explain. and I and I was like oh that's interesting it's it's this feeling of coming home because yeah. I see, like you said, I see the beauty in me within you. So. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. That was really well said. Did, he just did Wu-Tang. <laughs> Wu-Tang no, forever. That was, that, was, that was beautiful. Honestly, beautiful. Um, I'm going to get emotional. Yeah. As you, yikes, as you've grown, you have come to home within yourself. And to have a partner who sees that beauty in you without fetishes, without like all of that extra stuff, he sees you like that's, that's something that you can't buy. That's something that you can't, like, it's very hard to find. And that's why I want to be more conscious within my own choices with my partner, because I want to feel value for all of me, not just like the exotification of like being with an African person, which... Like, you don't, like, you don't have to, you don't have to explain yourself when you're with someone who's home. You don't have to, like, you don't have to do all this extra stuff, and the, and the bond feels more authentic. Mm-hmm. You're never, like, questioning, like, are they with me because, like, I'm, this. you know what I mean? Like, you're, uh, there's this exotification um, of people of color when you're in white, like, in relationships with white people. Um, I don't think they intend it. I think it's just, like... I think white people also like want to expand their they do. selves. <laughs> well, they do. <laughs> They're very open. Very open. Yeah, very open people. Very open. Very open. Yeah. But, um, I mean, like a lot of my friends who are white, my close friends, a lot of their partners are interracial. So it's, uh, you know, them jumping onto that, like, it's like, oh, okay, all right. Yeah. You know what I mean, <laughs> oh, I thought you were like white girls. Like, oh no, no, 
no. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> damn, right? So, but hopefully, I think in the beginning, I think they get that exotic factor where they're just like, oh man, I, I never dated an Asian girl. Like, right? And they're just like all fetishized, right? And then they're like, yeah. oh. I think in so. Asian, if, if I were to date a, a white person, it, it won't have to be a really special. <laughs> Dang. there has to be at some point as down as they want to be there has to be a point just like just like when i dated my past partners that were african-american and black like i have to understand at some point like i have to understand who i am in this relationship yeah, yeah. society yeah. and so for if i were to date a white person like it's just tough because then you i come into it especially like they're the top of the top for privilege especially for me male yeah. white male yeah you gotta know right it's going good and everything in certain times yeah absolutely and i don't know i i mean you have like it seems like you're already in a very healthy relationship already where you guys are able to have those like Sorry, what? Silly. <laughs> oh, well, I was just gonna say, like, like to add on the extra, like, you have to. How do I say this? When you're dealing with like a white dude, it's not just like his maleness that you have to deal with. It's like his whiteness on top of it, and it's it's exhausting. Trust me, it's exhausting. And so why was it like that? <laughs> why do you guys do this? Or like, oh my god, it's 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 a lot. Um, but yeah, it'd have to be a really special white person, but even then you'd have to constantly be like on that, um, on making sure he's not fetishizing you. But like, speaking of fetishes, like, do you guys think, um, it's, I don't know, this is a weird question. Make do quick. You, <laughs> do, you think, uh, do you guys think it's like, uh, a not a good thing, but it's like a good starting point when you're trying to date interracially. Like, are the stereotypes true? And if the stereotypes are what attract you, like that's well, is it offensive to is it should you not bring that up? Right. I mean, I say do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, whatever gets you to be open. I mean, yeah. I don't right. see it being anything else. Yeah. Clearly, what like oh is this why you're dating me no and she was asking like is it like should you ask like if you're if say like someone's dating like sort of asian americans should they ask like oh is the stereotype true but like because they want to ask but is it offensive and, like will it turn like is it a turn off yeah mm. yeah it's you know i i personally i i never had to ask it just it just shows it's just uh, like, oh. you're dating me. The fuck? Next. That's why I fuck. Okay, next. You know what I mean? Like, it's mm -hmm. very obvious. Um, and, if it, and if it's not obvious, it's only because, like, they, they've been really, really well seasoned, you know? Or, or they're doing a really good job, like, hiding it. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember, like, and it's funny because, um, you know, yes, with her being Filipino, um, and I and I felt like I was going home when I met her parents. Um, her her dad and I were on a texting basis daily. Your best buddy. <laughs> yeah. Oh what? <laughs> um, but oh, what was I trying to say? Oh, but like um, shit. 
Yeah. What was I gonna say? Oh, okay, yeah. So like uh, with with dating these you know other women, um, you know specifically like Caucasian, or oh, sorry, F- Filipino. Um, majority of my worst experiences were with Filipino women. Yeah, like worse, like the worst, like Dante knows. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm. I'm not. Why even is Dante? Dante? I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Dante, why did you look? <laughs> Really, uh, Dante? Look, look at the time, man. It's kind of, kind of almost. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so but like, with, but like with white, you know, with, with white women, um, you can. I don't know. For me, like, it was very obvious. And then once I noticed, yeah. I, I start deterring my feelings for them. So yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't no games or whatever. It was. It was oh, very, yeah. All I'm doing is a little the Will Smith g- gif. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I've 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 seen his experiences with that, and yeah, we've he's had some crazies. <laughs> but um, all right, well, we'll wrap it up. I mean, I'm not sure if you guys have any other questions. I put on the on the live. If anyone had any questions, don't really had any questions. Maybe I missed it, but um. I'm not sure if you have anything else to add on to, Andrea, or you guys have anything to add on before we wrap it up. I, know I think it's the biggest takeaway for me is like go to people who make you feel home at mm-hmm. home. Period. period. Whatever that is. Period. Yeah. Period. Period. P R P E R I O D T. Period. 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 <laughs> no. Are <laughs> didn't you the moral of the story? We need to find I N D P E N D N T. Wow. Women. Okay. All right, all right. <laughs> this was. Thank you so much for your time, you guys. You guys appreciate are you guys. Helpful. You guys have been. Thanks for having us. Been amazing. Yeah. yeah no. It's. <laughs> It's been good to have you guys. You guys are like actually our first couple Yay. on my Y Day podcast. Yay. So I'm glad you guys are like the first. Hopefully, you guys, you guys change the standard now. So all my couple relationships should be like to this level. <laughs> you know, when you first date like someone of a different race, you know, <laughs> same thing. So my standards like, all right, so you guys set the bar. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, but yeah, everyone's like making fun of me because I can't spell. It's okay. But um, it's all right. It's all right. I don't have ashy ankles today too, so that's 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 a plus today. So happy Y Day Wednesday to everybody that's that's tuned in. Um, appreciate Aunt Shirley. Aunt Shirley was killing it today. She was she was on it. Yeah. Woo! Woo! Yeah. Yeah. No, it was good. I was uh I was really good. I was you know she was she was getting in tune with that. So I'm glad she uh she took over the over the episode today. <laughs> You know, about time you about time she stepped up today. So that was that was good. She stepped up in a big way, big moves. Um, but that's all. I mean, I guess that's it. Uh, like I said, all the episodes and all the content is gonna be on a Y Day podcast. So you guys all know I'm speaking to this camera so everyone can see. But it's all gonna be on that channel. Also, I'll put this on YouTube. I got some shirts. <laughs> I got a Patreon. Five dollars a month, five dollars. 
If you guys want to, <laughs> $5 a month will get you exclusive content, which means you guys can all get like a 40, 35 minute Q and a with the speakers we have on prior before the show. So it's like a month, $5. So yes, go on the website. It's all on there. It's all on the Y day podcast uh, website or Y day Instagram. It's on there on the bio. Y underscore date underscore. That's it. That's all I want to say. I'll also put this probably on my promo at some point. But thank you guys so much. This uh, this good good, good episode. Proud to see you guys killing it out here in quarantine. And um, that is all. <laughs> all right, guys. Have a nice night. Yeah, take it easy.